Well, welcome to the podcast. I guess everybody's got to have one. My name is Robert Lee, and I am the head of Response Force Cherokee. If it sounds like, uh, you know, a uh, defensive organization, as we'll call it, it's because it is. So in this podcast, we're going to be talking about a variety of different things, including current events as weird and as sensational as they are it's in fact happening we're also going to be talking about how to defend ourselves our families our communities our businesses and in short those things that we have worked so hard in order to be able to build so why a podcast well because if you haven't noticed and i'm sure you have that Our First Amendment rights have been swiftly and surely taken away by the gaslighting of mainstream media. And so therefore, I'll just say it, truth is going to be subjective to the person telling it. I, no different than you, no different than them, no different than the people that are allegedly um, in our White House. So... Why not? But at some point, you need to be able to be informed about what's happening around you without the filters and without the agenda of mainstream media. And in case you haven't figured this out, I'm going to say it. Donald J. Trump is my president. We are conservatives. We believe in the United States Constitution. We are very pro-Second Amendment, very pro-First Amendment, and all the other parts of the Constitution that has been a part of this great land for 200 years. So come along and walk with us for the next few minutes, and we're going to take a look at some of the most compelling events and incidents coming out of the world today, and we're going to unpack it to see and to relate to how it affects us as patriots. We look forward to having you and sharing that journey with us. Welcome to today's episode. I'm obligated to share with you the fact that Anything you hear on this podcast is strictly my opinion. Have I done my research, you know what, to the best of my ability, but when all is said and done, it's just my opinion. So I may say things, um, you know, that's going to offend people or people are going to disagree with. That's fine. It's okay. We still live in a free country. At least for right now we do. And we still have a First Amendment. At least for right now we do. I have just as much of a, um, a right to be right as you do have a right to be wrong. Okay, that said, let's get on with the show. Good morning, Patriots. My voice sounds weirder than normal. It's because it's 3.30 in the morning and um, I couldn't sleep. So I figured, you know, let me talk into my 
mic again just to sort through some uh, thoughts here. You know, part of the reason I decided to put this podcast together is because, uh, you know, there's been so much censorship going on in the last, um, I'm going to say year, and probably as I look into it, censorship has been going on for quite a few number of years, not only um, not only that, but uh, gaslighting that's been happening in mainstream media. So if you notice that, um, you know, social media has gotten into the act, if they don't like something that uh, that is being spread, they are, they are deleting it. YouTube is deleting essential videos, um, especially with regard to things like um, if you are pro-President Trump, by the way, which we are, or if you are an anti-vaxxer or anti-coronavirus believer, which we are, and uh, that'll be in future episodes, but it just really dawned on me just, um, you know, even more so how powerful the media is and how dangerous it can be. Uh, especially for us patriots, us um, Americans across the board. And it does not matter if you are Republican or Democrat. You have to know that the media is very dangerous. So right now what I want to talk about are uh, is gun confiscation. And I'm going to tie the two together between how bad uh, and na- dangerous media can be versus gun confiscation because I woke up this this morning this morning I'm sorry I'm still asleep um with a very very scary thought okay so there's a movement right now to try and take away our guns I I don't think that you need to um, be too far a conspiracy theorist to know that that it's happening okay now whether there's a movement and whether they can be successful are two totally different things because um, there are some estimates that there's over 400 million guns in the United States. I'm I'm going to stretch it out to say close to a billion guns because there are so many more firearms out there that are, are not um, registered or accounted for. Some have been transferred from generation to generation. Um, and of course, there are those that just stockpile weapons and you know what god bless them and more power to them okay so i i don't think that that is really um a practical idea and in order for that to happen really you have to have both law enforcement and the military on board and by and large i think when it comes down to brass tacks they all want to have um, they all want to preserve the Second Amendment. I remember one time when I was uh, visiting with California Highway Patrol, and we were talking about, you know, the uh, 9/11 attacks and what happened during that time. Uh, the California Highway Patrol had uh, p- people had National Guard stationed on the bridges, and were. Um, were you know just in a elevated posture and the officers there were telling me that they want us 
to have guns with us, okay? Because when all is said and done, and and this was something I pointed out to them, was that uh, law enforcement generally tends to arrive at a terrorist attack after the attack. Uh, Civilians, we will be there at ground zero at the time that's happening. So the only way that, you know, we can effectively fight terrorists when it's when they're when they're engaging in in their acts is just to be ready for them and everybody across the room uh and there was about 25 of us gathered at that time um agreed that you know that the civilians should be armed and ready to go but i'm going to establish that hey i'm a little bit of a conspiracy theorist one of the members of my militia uh, sent me a uh, Facebook post, and it was another meme, sure, the meme wars, right? Okay, it says, read this slowly and think about it, then read it again and let and uh, to help it sink in, okay? And it shows Barack Obama, I will not call that man president, I'm sorry. Um, one side says, we're sending assault weapons to rebels in Syria to confront a regime that does not represent them. And the other side of that meme was again Barack Obama that's saying there's no reason why any American should uh, should own assault weapons. Do I take memes too seriously? Eh, a lot of times memes are used to express what it is that the general population is feeling, but in this case we know narratives like this to be true from the Obama administration. And it carries on uh, with the Democrats year after year, election after election. So, so far, they're trying to make uh, body armor illegal. They are trying to make owning weapons illegal. Even though the logical part of me, um, you know, knowing law enforcement, knowing the military says that they're not going to, want to participate in carrying out that mission okay it still doesn't change the fact that there's higher powers that be that are really trying to push for this okay um a little side note i was just informed and i haven't had a chance to um to read this that now apparently it is said on media that that a member of oath keepers uh was Part of the folks that went into the Capitol building on January 6th. So, um, so now they're trying to label Oath Keepers as terrorists. The entire organization, which there are thousands of. If you're not familiar with Oath Keepers, um, they are a... Um, I don't want to know, if, I don't know if you call them a militia, okay, let's say for the sake of argument that they are, but I do believe that they are a band of, and what qualifies to be able to join Oath Keepers is you have to be a veteran or, or current military, or, and you could, you could also be a veteran or current law enforcement or first responders. Being a veteran myself, I have been approached and asked to uh, join Oath Keepers many times. I've got many great friends 
and people whom I love dearly that are a member of Oath Keepers. And I will tell you this, that they will, in a heartbeat, stand up to defend their country today. And that's why that uh, that's why they exist. However, comma, they are not into violence. But this is starting to connect the dots here. All it takes is for someone being paid off by mainstream media to use the term oath keepers to now say we to now label an entire organization of otherwise decent people as terrorists let's talk about the proud boys because they have been um, in the news quite a bit now it's really funny they want to say that proud boys are White supremacists, neo-Nazis, they're, um, you know, bad guys, etc., etc., etc. But, by the way, uh, let's kind of jump to something else here. Remember, Black Lives Matter was just nominated for the Nobel Peace Prize, and you know the kind of havoc they created over the, uh, you know, over the summer. Okay, but back to the Proud Boys. So, they are this, you know, white supremacist organization. <laughs> okay, fine. I find that their leader is a uh, is a Mexican American. Uh, I find that kind of humorous, and I, I I also know many members of the Proud Boys, and there are blacks, whites, Asians, Hispanic members of the Proud Boys. Okay, yeah. Are they a motorcycle club? Sure. Are they a little on the edgy side? Sure, but they were the ones that were willing to confront the bad that was happening in this nation instead of people just sitting there behind their keyboard and talking about what they were going to do. These guys actually did it. Sorry. They get my love and support. Okay. They get my, you know, appreciation. Hey, you know what? I want, I'd like to shake their hands and buy them all a beer if I could afford it. And there are plenty of militia groups that are being labeled as terrorist organizations to this very day because they are willing to stand up and just exercise their, you know, their First Amendment rights to, you know, to, to say, hey, I don't like what our government's doing. Now, quite frankly, do I believe in going down to the Capitol building to... Uh, you know, you know, you know, strapped and ready to fight. I mean, there's nothing to fight there. Okay, I don't believe in carrying just for the sake of carry. You know, when when I do carry, it is because, you know, I you know I am an authorized concealed carry holder. But you know, I don't believe in showing off my goodies just because hey, we're having a gathering. Okay, that's too volatile. And okay, not my gig. But if they're exercising within the limits of the law, I'll say it again, within the limits of the law of the state that they are in, more power to them. Okay. So far, what we have right now are, are the Democrats, as of this recording, that are afraid of their own shadow. They are afraid of the other members of the house they only want to have a democrat um, controlled 
anything and if you believed in the constitution if you believe in if you had at one time endorsed donald trump or or you believe in the flag you're labeled as a terrorist my god what happened to the united states of america so i do believe that media is going to play a crucial role in the confiscation of our weapons now That said, when it starts happening, how would we know? And that's part of the reason that there is great value for right now in this thing called Facebook. And yeah, I know, Facebook censors and everything else. And many of us have gone to alternative platforms because we don't want to support Zuckerberg. That's part of the reason why I'm doing this podcast is because it is an alternative platform for me. Okay. But that's how we're able to communicate in the masses. But once that starts getting choked off, we're not going to know what's happening on the East Coast or on the West Coast or in, you know, my home state, the state of, great state of Texas. We're not going to know what's going to be happening even across the state if media chokes us off. So, this, uh, so the scenario that I woke up with in panic was, um, okay, so let's say... You know, you know, there's a new uh, HR bill, 127. Okay, that they're that the Democrats are really trying to push for uh, total gun control. And I'm not going to get into the ba- into the gist of it this, you know, this episode. But um, suffice it to say, that's going to be our greatest enemy right now is Second Amendment holders. Okay, the bottom line is is that if you don't um, if you don't register all your weapons and you don't qualify on a national level to even own guns and, um, you know, so on and so forth, you are a criminal. You are, uh, you know, now the police can arrest you if this bill passes for not being, for not having registered a weapon again under the new House Resolution Bill. Some patriots are calling me and really concerned that uh, according to what to what they're reading, and, and uh, I'm going to study it for myself, but they're concerned that they're now saying that um, ATF, FBI, all the alphabets can now just literally come into your place if you're suspected of having uh, uh, firearms and confiscate your firearms and arrest you. And if you've got more than so many rounds of ammunition, um, you can, uh, you know, you can be arrested as well for stockpiling. Again, little side note here. I honestly believe that the Democrats, you know, under the leadership, or if you can call it that, of Joe Biden and others, are trying to set America up for the great slaughter. You're not wanting us to have our, uh, you know, our weapons. You're not wanting us to have body armor. You're not wanting us to have ammunition. You're giving all of those things to our enemies that could potentially invade us. Okay, whether you want to believe this or not, in my opinion, okay, I do believe that Obama has probably let in quite a number of terrorists within this country. And there are many millions of people that actually believe the same thing too. 
Okay, the Chinese are at our borders and, you know, and so on and so forth. There's always this threat of war. Did you guys not know that um, a few, a couple of months ago, we, um, we were on the verge of war with the Chinese. We're still on the verge of war. If you ever listen to the news outside of the U.S., okay, we are being told to make ready because if we have to pick up guns and fight on the streets, the Chinese. And by the way, I, you know, if you guys don't know this, I am I am half Asian myself. Okay, and yes, I will be the first one to pick up to pick up a weapon to fight an invasion force of uh, of the Chinese. Okay, or an invasion force of and you can fill in the blanks but if they are an invasion force i am by first and foremost an american and trust me i will fight and i'm not going to be ashamed to say that so i digress so now you know so let's say this whole thing does play out the way many of us fear okay so you have the FBI, all the alphabets, not you know, knocking on doors, confiscating guns, arresting people. How would we know? The double-edged sword of that is because to prove my point is that, um, and some of you're gonna laugh. All right, fine, I'll take the hit. Right now, there there are arrests being made. You know, several of our representatives are already getting arrested. Yes, the Insurrection Act is in is in full swing. We are it's not being public publicly televised for all you people wondering. Oh, when's President Trump going to do something? Going to do something? It's already happening. But that's a double-edged sword because a lot of us don't know what's happening because there's a lot of if you take a look at what's going on in the media my god you may as well be watching looney tunes because it's all show it's all a cartoon it is not real okay that's a double-edged sword so if they start doing the confiscations they could basically tell you that it's all beautiful rosy and everything else well in the meanwhile you got community after community after community being confiscated and herded into um you know these detention camps or jails etc 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 they'd have to build jails for 100 million people so overnight 100 million people are going to be instant felons so what about this scenario if you are a Christian, you are a terrorist, so therefore, you must have your guns confiscated. Oh, Robert, that can never happen. Oh, really? Um, well, unfortunately, and, and no offense intended to any listeners, is that um, history is a boring subject and people don't like to study history so a lot of people don't know what the Nuremberg trials were in Germany prior to the full on you know kickoff of the holocaust that that killed uh, what 3 million Jews and estimated close to 8 9 million Christians that that holocaust okay and the Nuremberg trials okay the Nuremberg trials um, they basically said the Jews were not allowed to have guns. And because 
so many, uh, you know, so many, uh, um, you know, Germans by that time were being told what to think, and were saying, "Yay, the Jews aren't allowed to have guns," so the, all the Jews' guns got confiscated, and the rest, as you know and as said, is history. So why am I flapping my gums about all this? Well, first of all, yes, do I think that President Trump is still in control? Absolutely, yes. I am one of those people. Okay? Do I believe that the U.S. Supreme Court is the most pro-Second Amendment court that's been in a long time? Absolutely, I still believe that. Okay? Now... But part of this thing about, you know, being a prepper, being, um, you know, being involved in a militia or whatever you want to call it, social club that wears a lot of tinfoil on their heads. Um, basically, I tell the people with Response Force Cherokee, yeah, we support law and order. Okay. And we support um, definitely our President Trump. However, it does not change the fact that when Trump goes back into office, and he will, and it's going to be soon, mark my words on that one, um, it still doesn't change the fact that evil exists. Evil exists to this day, and as we're being shown, it's being exposed because there is an element out there that wants to take everything that we own our land our resources and everything else and this is the handful of elites that want it all i.e bill gates and yeah i'll throw it out there bill gates Soros, you know the whole cabal um mechanism that wants to take everything we got and the only way that they can do it is to call enough of us and convert enough of us to their way of thinking that at some point we will be like uh, the Germans in in Nazi Germany, yeah, there was a lot of Germans that did, that did not want to participate in the, um, you know, in, in the Holocaust and the rounding up of the Jews, but they did it anyway. They sold out their neighbors, one, to make sure that they were able to be fed, okay? And by and large, they believed the propaganda that Adolf Hitler was, uh, you know, was spewing out there about how bad they were okay i don't know if you notice this right now there is a influx of muslims in in america now am i saying that muslims are bad no i've got a lot of friends that are muslims i've served in the military with muslims i have fought on the battlefield alongside of muslims fighting for the red white and blue i'm talking about these ones that were imported by Barack Obama as terrorists. Again, this is just my own personal thoughts. I'm free enough still in this country to have my own personal thoughts, but I'll guarantee you that there's a lot of politicians, there's a lot of people in, uh, you know, across the country and that work in various intelligence agencies that would probably believe what I'm saying too based on what they know. I'll just leave it at that. So, if what we're hearing is true, that there's going to be this great reset, 
there's going to be the new American government that's going to come in. And I believe it's true. I believe it's true. Okay. Once again, it's still not going to eradicate the evil from men's hearts. And evil is only going to be as effective, as effective as, um, as the technology that they have at their disposals. This whole couple of years has really proven that. And all evil takes, all it's going to take for evil to flourish and along with, you know, just kind of keeping your mouth shut and not acknowledging it is to be able to pay a little bit more for the people that know how to manipulate technology and we're going to have a flare up again. And one day, I will tell you this, there may not be a, a, a cavalry that's going to come over the hill. There's not going to be any, you know, UH-1s in the horizon with, your, with, with backup coming in because now, you know, we're, we're in a hole someplace taking, you know, taking fire. It's not going to happen one day if it hasn't happened already. So you always prepare to fight evil. I could go on and on on the subject, but I try not to keep the podcast very long. Okay. I will tell you this is that there is a conscious decision and a moral decision that you have to make um, in order to exist in the United States of America. If H.R. 127 and other laws in the future that are um, like it should come into effect, then you automatically become a criminal if you do not comply. If you comply, you end up with your guns being taken away. So, if you don't, what do you do? I can't answer that for you, and I won't. It's going to be a personal, uh, it's going to be very much a personal choice what you decide to do. But I will tell you this, my own opinion again, if I don't have a means to defend my family, what kind of a man am I? If I don't have a means to, um, to protect my kids from being taken away in a van, being sent to a detention camp because they've got a cold and somebody yells COVID and they, you know, even if they were tested positive, bullcrap. Or my parents, same thing. If I don't have a means to defend my family, what kind of a man am I? What kind of an American am I? What kind of a veteran am I? Damn it, I see all over Facebook all these vets whom I have love and respect for. Trust me, I do. But you old school vets out there, you know when it's said and done, it's going to fall on our shoulders. We're the ones currently that actually know how to fight a war. Not an electronic war, but I'm talking about a war of, of, of just gut-wrenching, gut-splitting 
let's get down because we're going to get dirty type of war. We're the only ones left that know how to do that. But I hope that everything I've read wasn't all just talk and bullshit. Excuse my French. I hope that at some point there's a, a little bit of meat there to justify all the all the tough talk. Otherwise, guess what? We're part of the problem if we don't back up our talk. So I'm going to end it at this. I'm going to tell you, you know, uh, patriots, Americans, I love you. Okay, I love this country, and I pray to the good Lord that we still have redemptive value in the good Lord's eyes. And, you know, I'm going to tell you, please keep on hanging in there. Please resist at all costs this this thing, you know, trying to give up and say, oh, it's not that bad. It's not that bad. Please, please resist. Okay. I'm going to say goodnight. This is Robert Lee. And um, until next time. Okay? God bless you and God bless America.